Welcome in everyone. You're listening to the Average Gaming Corner. I'm your host, Kramer Gaming, and we have just been joined by D Raj, who is coming off of his 72-hour subathon, and he is still tired, still asleep, <laughs> more than likely. Apparently, he has a grandpa back. <laughs> How we doing, Chrome? How are we doing? It's good to be here. Good to be here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Average Gaming Corner, and I am your host, Cromer Gaming, along with our fellow co-host, I am D-Raj, public underscore nachos, and today we're going to talk about crazy stuff. I don't even have a clue why I'm talking like this. <laughs> episode 8. We are on episode <laughs> number 8, according to my cohorts. Because that's why I pay them the big bucks, because I don't know what I'm doing, just talking, just rambling. But today's going to be a great episode. On today's docket, we have some new wrestling games coming out, um, whatever the heck Nachos wanted to talk about, and whatever the heck <laughs> I already forgot. Man, you're, uh, you're, you're a heck of a leader. I love it. Wait, what were y'all going to talk about? The blind leading the blind <laughs> out here, baby. Blind. <laughs> yeah, I think There's we need a raise. Games. What were you going to talk about? Nachos is going to be touching on Nachos is going to be touching on simulators. Oh yeah, simulation um, variety. Nachos likes to be variety simulated. of simulator games. And then I'm going to be touching on co-host streaming platforms streaming. and channels. Yes. Sounds like a very interesting um, podcast. I would stick oh, around. I would dandy. stick around I for the whole listen, thing. I would you? listen to it. I would, I would definitely, definitely listen to this. I would, I would definitely. I'd give us five stars. Would you, would you go Podcast. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Spotify, Play? Spotify, give us a follow. I would do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, follow, I'd even us follow Spotify so hard. You know what? I'd even follow all three of these dudes on Twitch. Yes, at Twitch. At twitch.tv slash Gaming. And <laughs> twitch.tv slash Raj with two Gs. And twitch.tv slash public underscore nachos. Oh yeah! And one of the best places to follow us is our uh, our Twitter handle as well at Cromer. You want to let them know where our Twitter handle it's is? The exact same thing I just said. For the podcast oh, idiot. oh, for, for the, oh podcast. the podcast! Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can tell how much prep work we put into this podcast, guy. <laughs> where they just tell me to say random things, and I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, you can follow the podcast at AGC Pod on Twitter. Perfect. All right, Chrome. Let's uh, let's dive into your your little shenanigans that we have worked up here. Yeah. So that's that, that's kind of the whole reason I opened. I don't care. What are we gonna do? <laughs> You're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> DMCA right there on episode eight. <laughs> Struck down. But no, the whole reason I tried to open the podcast like that with that little announcer voice is because. Um, one of my favorite wrestling promotions, AEW, is coming out with their own wrestling games. Um, what is there AEW was an, exactly? It's it is all elite wrestling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually so it's like a real life thing. Yeah, they're actually based out of okay. um, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, the, well, um, Tony Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jags. He, well, I guess his dad's the owner, and he's part owns it with them. But he's funding this, and he's like the. The owner of this whole league, dude, or everything. I mean, I, I, I've seen I, I just, I, I, I just, I just remembered something. Like, um, like no lie, when I was working as a cable tech 
in Florida. I was in Ocala yeah. working on this dude's house. And he asked me if I liked wrestling. And he, like, was running an event for them. And he, yeah. like, invited me out to it and stuff. And he said he's, like, he like he's in good with the people who own it and everything. And they just, they run uh, matches and stuff. I just, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And, yeah, so they they were just today announced alpha footage of a competitor to, like, WWE 2K um, wrestling, which 2K20 is the most recent one. And apparently there's not going to be a 21 because it 20 flopped so hard. They're like, screw 21. We'll just come back next year. So, <laughs> but they, I was going to say there can't be much competition. Yeah, for there's a not a lot of competition right and they all suck. But Kenny Omega, who is huge in the video game scene, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the um, Up, Up, Down, Down YouTube channel that um, Xavier mm-hmm. Woods and some other guys run that are in WWE. But all of them like to play video games already. Um, so he was doing the announcement on this and he said the game's going to be more in the style of like NFL blitz and NBA jam and like that style of game. That's fun to play and everything. <laughs> so they're, they're going to build it towards that. And like the images they posted in this game, they're kind of, they're not very realistic to be honest. Like this is, but this is like super, super alpha game footage. Um, so you got Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, and they're both like super big and beefy. It's like freaking hilarious looking. It does <laughs> kind of remind me of like NFL Blitz or something, or um, NFL Street, one of those games where they're just like these giant characters and they're just running around like crazy. But but I'm I'm interested for it. I mean, this would be like probably one of the biggest non-mainstream games that come out, and they're working. I'm not too familiar with the studio. Um, but it seemed like other people online were hyped about it. Um, scrubbing back through this, I forget who the name of the studio was. Because of course, they didn't write anything down. It's um, Future Media Creators Ukes, Y-U-K-E-S. Um, we'll put a link to this video in the description and everything. But uh, let's see what kind of games they've made. It's a, it, It'll be nice to see a game like that where it's not so like... Um trying to push being super realistic yeah where it's more arcadey and you could just do stupid stuff like we need we need more of that oh so these people actually did work on the development of the wwe 2k series but they stopped after um 2k19 so yeah so, so, oh, so they, 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 they 2018 they did all of the wwe 2k series um, they made all those um i think a lot they've of- also worked on the, the ufc undisputed series um, I think a a good, like, I like competition in gaming industries, like especially when it's like something like that, where you know, like WWE has a chokehold kind of on on the market. So yeah. it's good to see things like that in in specific genres, like when Valorant came out to CS:GO, or when uh, just when things come out that counter the other one to try to give it competition. I always think that breeds a lot more creativity into the genre. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. It, it keeps things fresh. They they realize that. Okay, this studio is you know pushing this and being creative in this aspect. We got to step it up on our exactly. Own. Yeah, but it's, as long as I've been following these guys, they've always wanted to be in a video game, and so now they've got this back end of all these people and started this new huge company. And I mean, they're they're on TNT. Um, was it eight o'clock every Wednesday night? So I mean, they've got a national TV spot and everything. So, dude, they're, uh, they're that, going places. They it just sounds... went over their year anniversary. Sounds kind of like the way they did the um, like how Dying Light came out because uh, it was the developers from Dead Island. Half of them mm-hmm. wanted to make Dead Island two. Half of them wanted to make a different game, so they just split the company, 
and then they made Dying Light and they made Dead Island 2, like separate and uh they're like similar but different enough, you know? And one Dead Island 2 trash. One of the what? never played it. Wasn't Dead Island 2 terrible? It was like almost the same game. Like there wasn't like any innovation, which is the thing. Dying Light had a lot more things to it. It it kind of straight away from just, oh, it's zombies. Oh, kill them. Like <laughs> that was that was it. Yeah. I'm not trying to throw you on the spot here, but uh, is this AEW game going to be a next-gen release oh, yeah. only, or is it going to be yeah, so gen as well? It's going to be on the current gen, and it's going to be available for next-gen. They don't have like a release date oh, yet, no. so I would assume mid to late 2021 probably, um, based on the footage I saw. It doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon, but... This is like this was their announcement of it. Like, hey, we're working on something. They're like, holy crap, about freaking time. <laughs> they've been talking about it forever. But they've started a whole division now called AEW Games. Because um, I think there is like a WWE Games division or something. But you can follow them on Twitter at AEW Games and get all the information about it when new stuff comes up. So something going on. But that's just the first part of the announcement. They had a whole 20-minute video on this stuff. So they're releasing a regular console game. They didn't mention anything about it being available on PC, but it'll be on Xbox and PlayStation. But then also they're releasing a ridiculous um, mobile game, which is like um, a general manager mode. So, you know, just like you play GM mode in any other sports game, baseball, football, anything, there'll be a GM mode where you can build rosters of wrestlers, but it's just a mobile game for your phone. Is it going to connect to the main game? Do you know? Not that they mentioned at all, no. Just a completely, so just just a completely be... separate thing. Just another thing to monetize and stuff. Yeah, just um, yeah, tie like it. Tied I don't know if anybody's ever played WWE Supercard. It looks pretty similar mm-hmm. to that. Basically, you just like collect different wrestlers and you just make them fight each other, and you can't control them at all for the most part. So I mean, it's... I I played SmackDown vs Raw 2007. That was the last wrestling game I played, and they had a GM mode, and it was like that. You set up the matches on the schedule, and then you could watch them. And then, or you yeah. could just skip them and see who won randomly. Uh, if you wanted to speed run the season, but yeah, that's basically. I like how in their their press conference they're all wearing turtlenecks, yeah. like the Rock. Picture. Well, yeah, it was a little. I think it was a little bit of that. Plus, it was a little bit of like Apple doing a presentation. Oh yeah, that that I makes. Think it was sense. a little bit more geared that. towards that, but I do see the rocks too with with the turtleneck and the jeans. Yeah, with the fanny pack. Yeah, I think that that yeah. that kind of could be a part of it too. But I kind of got more like Steve Jobs vibes because you know it's the yeah. sweatshirt with the glasses because they all did the same gimmick. Like one of the referees came out to make an announcement about the mobile game, and she took off her thing and she had it all all the, the, <laughs> underneath there and pulled it all out and put her glasses on. It was hilarious. They're very, they're very yeah, funny. Like I love them. Like honestly, I haven't been watching it enough lately due to the amount of streaming that I do and sh- streaming that I consume, but <laughs> they're definitely my favorite wrestling promotion at the moment. But yeah, so they've got that game coming out. Is this something you could, uh, you could see yourself picking up? Um, well, I don't have any of the consoles to play the main game. But I'll definitely try out the mobile games. <laughs> I'm definitely a sucker for mobile games. Now, if they release for PC, yeah, I could probably play it. I haven't played a wrestling game. It's been a really long time. I mean, it's probably PS2 era I'm talking since I've played a wrestling game. Yeah, that's it's when just, I got 07. They were never, it probably was 07. Like, to me, the wrestling games were just never, it was never that great. And there was never that huge incentive to buy another one. It's just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather real product rather than these 
terrible made up matches. But our homie Mimo Sativa was playing WWE 2K18 the other day, and that was freaking hilarious. She had two creative characters. Like she made herself back when she used to be a, an indie wrestler, which if you guys didn't know, yeah, Mimo Sativa used to be an indie wrestler. And <laughs> then she remade herself today, and they fought each other. And she lost to her herself because she was controlling only one way to one. <laughs> the only person that can take down Mimo is Mimo herself. Yeah, is Mimo. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to invent time travel and get Mimo from the past to come destroy future Mimo. <laughs> She's become too powerful. <laughs> yeah, but it it definitely that's kind of piqued my interest in wrestling games a little bit. And then this announcement came out. Like I didn't even know this was happening. Like I literally just heard about it and then it went live today at like 6 p.m. Eastern. Um I was like, holy crap. Oh, and people are already in the comments on YouTube. How do I get into the beta? I want the beta. So hyped. Everybody it's pretty overwhelmingly positive. Um, yeah. I mean, 7.4K likes and only 239 dislikes, which, you know, it's YouTube. There's trolls. If you give so. an option for a dislike, you're going to get one. Like, Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, yeah, 7,000 to 200. Yeah. yeah. They're the overwhelmingly positive. Matters. Yeah. And also, they also are going to have another mobile game. Um, they One of their um, main uh, pay-per-views is uh, – double or nothing so it's kind of like a casino night um event that they have and everything where literally some of the props are giant poker chips that they actually hit each other with so they're literally making an entire (laughs) casino game um but it's just for mobile so they didn't really like delve into the depths of exactly what that's going to be they literally film people playing like craps on a table or something and they're like oh yeah we're gonna have a casino game i'm like okay um (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know what that's about, but they're, so they're going to have two mobile games and a console game coming out in the next year. Well, I mean, it's November, so it'll be 2021 at the earliest. Could probably see these mobile games. Probably. Let me see. When is um, AEW? Dude. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember I played a uh, little Caesars, like our Caesars palace. Sorry. A Caesars yeah. palace casino game on the PS one. And uh, I would just like go to the, it, it lets you withdraw as much money as you wanted. So I just go and get like $10 million from the counter and just, I'd blow all of it on the blackjack table. <laughs> I would just, I'd throw it all on black and see if, see if I win on the roulette table. It, it was fun. That's, that's how you, uh, so you get people into, into a gambling addiction. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Unlimited funds in a virtual world. Oh, yeah. It is cool to see like a uh, a smaller title like this, like Chrome said, um, that's that's getting some hype for the next gen, and it's not like the big boys as as everybody would come to expect. Yeah. You know, you you got this little this little studio. Well, I don't know if they're a little studio, but this uh this new title that just you know out of nowhere, off the top rope, just announces something and it's generating a good amount of hype. It's it's cool to yeah. see. Well, yeah, everybody was kind of worried that they would go with like a super small studio, but it's. So basically, you know, like 2K, they're the publisher, obviously. So this Ukes, they're the actual developer behind it, and they're the ones that develop the game for 2K. So, yeah, so it is a proven developer that's actually going to make this. But the the next pay-per-view they're having called Double or Nothing, that's like the one they have recurring every year, which is their casino-type thing, is going to be May 29th of 2021. It, it, oh, actually, in Nevada again. Well, that you know, that depends on Rona. 
but right. <laughs> I could I could see the game that one probably releasing around that time because you know to hype it up and be like, oh hey, we got our big double or nothing event coming up. Here, come play the casino game and you know play for a chance to win free tickets or something. I mean, I could see him doing something like that. So something to hype it up, but yeah. Or microtransactions. Oh, well, they'll definitely be microtransactions. They're mobile games. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just the nature. That's the nature of the beast. And that's a whole other topic, which I wasn't really going to get into. But, like, I think we mentioned yeah. in the past about how yeah. regular games have all these ridiculous microtransactions win. in it and pay to win. I really feel like the mobile gaming industry has caused that. Like, it's their yes. fault. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. They started it and it worked, and people saw how much revenue they were generating. And so all the AAA developers stole those ideas and just did the same thing because they're like, well, hey, yeah, maybe we'll make several million dollars selling our title for 60 bucks. But what if we have in-game purchases and we can get even more money constant battle passes and loot boxes? And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I mean, ruined everything. I mean, mobile games kind of had to do it because a lot of those developers weren't big, you know, and they needed funds to supply themselves. And then the, you know, the greedy corporations are like, oh, well, if the little guy's making, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, we can make a hundred million on that same idea. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's basically a different, um, I mean, it was a different business model because they would give out majority of mobile games for free, and then you, you know, you had microtransactions within it to progress faster and stuff, which kind of made sense. I mean, the majority of people, me included, aren't going to pay for a mobile game. You're like, I'm not going to pay a dollar or five dollars for a game on my phone. That's stupid. I mean, I just want to download something free, kill some time, and roll on. But, you know, they start trying to roll out basically AAA competitor games on mobile phones and <laughs> make them act like they're re- games you could play on a console. And it just... And I wonder how the... Um, all those... Because isn't microtransactions supposed to get banned because it's technically gambling? Certain ones. So... Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, you guys probably know more about whatever that loot box is and the odds and gambling I mean, or something. I can touch on that for a minute. I know it's not a scheduled topic, but I mean, I know a decent amount about it. Um, we don't go around schedules here, Nacho. You know this <laughs> by now. Um, so, like, with CSGO especially, they got a lot of flack for it because... Um, they have the system of where like you get random drops of cases and then it's $2 and 50 cents for a key and you open the key and you get a random skin, either uh, a skin worth three cents or a skin worth, you know, $1,200, but it's like a 0.001% chance you'll get a, a expensive skin. And uh, the way that it works is when you, when you use the key um, it like spins like a roulette wheel and then lands on one of the skins and then you can go to the market and immediately sell it if you wanted to on steam and get money to your account to purchase games or other skins or whatever you want to do. So they were saying because it has monetary value that it's like gambling and especially because the servers are based in a state that is, um, uh, has strict laws on gambling. And I believe like the only people that are licensed to gamble there are native or to have, gambling operations are like native americans and so they they filed a lawsuit against valve because they were like their servers are here the gambling's online sure but the servers are in our state or like in our land and uh that was like a huge issue Um, i still don't know if that's fully resolved but they had gambling sites that were starting to pop up everywhere where you could put your skins up for bets and then 
you would get a better skin if you won. And those are all third party sites. And Valve was like, that has nothing to do with us. But it was literally gambling. And that was like, and kids could do it because you could get the game and get these crappy skins and potentially get a thousand dollar skin through gambling on like a slot machine with it. It's uh yeah, it's a lot of uh, it's gambling without gambling, but at the same time, it's straight up gambling. Yeah, I mean, it, it... just not in your natural um, everyday usage, I guess. It and that's the thing with the internet and everything. It's it's hard to say like what's in what jurisdiction and what's not, you know. Yeah, like DMCA, for example. See y'all talking junk about me. They're not talking junk. <laughs> Dude, I get so excited about stuff. No, it's awesome, man. But I do get bored too sometimes. I don't even want to talk about DMCA. So yeah, I posed a question on Twitter today and got a was trying to get some responses on that DMCA again and like trying to feel around and see what everybody's listening to. And it seems like everybody's using the same thing, stream beats. Like everybody's like stream beats, stream beats, stream beats. And I'm just like, does nobody have anything else? I'm like, please. I mean, like, not that I don't mind stream beats, but I'm just like, is there anything else out there? Cause you don't, cause that's the one thing I talked about. I know this is off topic as well. Like apparently everything's off topic tonight, but if you, if everybody's listening to it and you go into everybody's stream and it's just like, Oh, Hey, I know I recognize this from the last stream I was in and my stream. And there's five streams before that. I'm like, there's got, there's got to be a little bit of diversity. <laughs> we can't all listen to the same exact thing. But I've uh, I've never actually used a uh, like a, a background music as in my stream. Really? Yeah, like ever. I, I just use Apex's menu music i guess (laughs) yeah i mean for me personally i've always have because it's there's been some games i've played where i've noticed they kind of like go quiet at certain points and i'm just like i need like to make sure i have background music playing so it's just something i started doing and i always do i know that was something that we we talked about with our stream uh starting out um because i know you were doing song requests and things like that to start with a lot of people were a lot some people made it like a sub option where it's like if you're a subscriber only you could do it to try to get people to sub things like that but we decided early on like you know we didn't want to risk it because we knew there were a lot of copyright issues and even though they weren't really big then we were like you know we Mm -hmm. don't want to have to deal with that and uh, i remember one time telling you that you were just like oh who cares no no one (laughs) no no one's paying attention and then like a couple of months later, you're like, yeah, maybe, maybe steer away from that. Maybe we should, maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. It kind of, it kind of was like really fast. It's like, um, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Like I had a guy come in my chat the other day and he's like, can I request a song? And I'm just like, no, like, where have you been, man? We don't do that stuff anymore. Now nah, you want to do stuff like that. You go to D live or something like you go to, you go to one of those other ones that really aren't getting attacked by the music companies right now. <laughs> Twitch ain't the spot right now, man. Yeah, well, and I think, like, what I've read more about it is the biggest issue is, like, they don't have a way to, like, classify it or anything. Like, you know, with YouTube, they have the content IDs and everything, so you can identify the music and pull it out, and, like, they don't they don't take out your music when you they copy, do a copyright claim. They leave it in. Just, if you make any money off of that, they're going to get the money, not you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's, um, and I'm like, um, okay, I mean, whatever. I mean, like... 
you yeah. lose the ability to monetize um, a video, but that's it. Yeah, so. that goes into the whole issue too, like kind of with the gambling thing. It's like it's all online. It's a whole new new concept as far as like the way the world works, man. And they're all trying. Everyone's trying to figure out like where the lines are, like because yeah. uh, like. Like those gambling sites, like, yes, it's it's it. There were gambling sites that weren't like Valve didn't own them. They just made the skins and stuff tradable outside of their own marketplace, and in doing so, they said they were enabling the gambling sites. So they made the gambling sites illegal. They're all shut down now. But the gambling sites would like sponsor like known YouTubers for CS:GO. So then you'd go to like uh you know like whatever like 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 CS:GOSkins.com or something like that, and uh, they would. And they'd be like, they paid me five grand to like tell you guys to go to here. Cause you know, if you want like a hundred people put a skin in the pool, one person gets a $10 skin, but they got everybody's skin. Like the company got all the skins and then they just go sell them to valve and they get the money and valve gets the skins back. So, but it's all virtual. So valve's not really actually putting anything out. They're getting so much money from no product. Hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It really is, man. Like, it's a crazy, crazy world out there. All this stuff is crazy. But, I mean, um, speaking of, like, how, how our stream went, um, like, when we were getting started and everything, it was it was a difficult process getting into that. Um, especially because, like, at first we weren't really sure, like, how, how deep we were going to get into it as far as um, if it was going to be, like, just me or just that, just KC or, like, like both of us or like, you know, how we would really combine that concept as far as uh, sharing the channel. We wanted to from the beginning, but it was kind of, it was, it was a strange like back and forth rather than together at the jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I don't really remember Casey being around a whole ton at the beginning, like not like on the stream itself. I don't know. I might've been you know, there. Actually, I, first... I, think I, I think I remember the way you guys were. It was like you were streaming but then she'd be like in the background providing commentary or something or something. Some, that's what I kind of vividly I remember. Well, I was there at the beginning, beginning. So I think I remember something like that. Like, yeah, Chrome was there know. like a, a week into us starting. Like, I, I don't, do you even remember how we found each other? Like, was it just randomly on Twitter or something? No, no, dude. So <laughs> we randomly decided to play The Witcher 3 because I, I got it. It was my first day playing it, first game. And you just came into our chat. Like, I don't know if you were just browsing the Witcher 3 mm. section or like what was might have been. But like you just you clicked us and you talked. And then so I followed you and uh, we, we didn't even have 50 followers. We weren't an affiliate or anything. And then mm -hmm. uh, I saw you went live and you we were playing Magic the Gathering and you taught me like that MTG Arena existed. And then from there, I was like, oh, okay. So I started chatting with you when you had zero viewers. I was like <laughs> talking with you about like, you know, oh, yeah. your preferences with magic cards and things like that. And then we just, we just hung out in each other's streams. And uh, then we just, it's been a, over a year now. Yeah. Down here from there, baby. <laughs> over a year, can't get rid of you. <laughs> so I know drog himself has played a simulator at least a simulator game before in the past i don't know about you chromer i don't know if you've ever touched on him um but drog's more of a uh what was it a farming simulator guy farming professional right. Farming professional right yeehaw and all that baby she thinks my tracks are sexy i'm glad someone does 
<laughs> so I was kind of like, like this because simulator games have always kind of uh, interested me because like I always thought they were funny. I've seen YouTube videos of people playing games like Surgeon Simulator or Hand Simulator, which I don't know if you've played those games, but it, essentially Surgeon Simulator is kind of like Hand Simulator, except it's only surgery. Whereas Hand Simulator is like a a buttload of games like rolled into one. Like one is like um, you and a friend are standing across from each other in a Western town with like six shooters and you have to like load your pistol and then shoot each other. And whoever shoots first wins. Whoever kills the other one first wins. I've seen that. I've never played it myself, but I've seen it before. It's really interesting because like there's like a button for like each finger and then there's like for gripping each finger and then twisting the wrist and the forearm. And like, so like the controls are wonky as hell, but if you look, Sounds like a if you look on Steam, it is like literally nothing but twenty thousand positive, very positive reviews. Like everyone loves how terrible this is because it's terrible on purpose. And that's the whole thing. Like, there's a Russian roulette mode where it's like you and some buddies are all just sitting at a table, and then you have pistols with bullets on the table, and you have to learn how to like load a revolver and shoot. Or uh, there's a one where it's literally. Um, a bomb is put in front of you and like you can all sit around the table and you have to learn how to like defuse the bomb. And it's like when your hand doesn't work the way you expect a hand to work, uh, it's very easy to blow yourself up or load a crossbow and shoot at each other. It's, it's pretty crazy what you can do in that game. But that's one thing I like about simulators though, is they could be like, like how you're describing super wonky or they can be very realistic. Yeah. And the realistic ones are they're actually a good time, honestly. Not here for a long time, here for a good time. <laughs> I mean, what what do you like so much about like farming simulator? It's um what draws you in? It's honestly the closest thing I'll ever get to being a farmer. And it's like a it's a real life like grind almost because you're it's not like any other game where you can just you know find stuff to do in that game like if you want progression you have to work for it and as stupid as it sounds but i mean that's what the simulator is for you know like it wants you to have that that type of grind feel and uh, is there stuff you could do that you know isn't going to happen in real life absolutely like I, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of when i flipped my truck I did. Because I put like an eight thousand pound pallet in the back seat of my pickup <laughs> truck, but like you know stuff like that could have happened in real life. Absolutely, thank God it did. But more likely, yeah, thank goodness. Um, but I don't. It's just fun, man. Like it, it's really it's it's dumb fun, <laughs> dumb fun. And yeah. but one one simulator I'm really 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 excited for is the Microsoft um, the flight or Microsoft airplane or whatever it is. I mean the Microsoft. Light simulator? Yes. That those graphics look insane. And they say you could fly anywhere in the world. That's gonna be a very like if I can get my hands on it, I would stream it's it. It's available on Game Pass. Ooh. Is it right? I downloaded I have it downloaded on my PC right now. And it's dope. Oh wow. Dude. So, uh, well, no, I, when I got it, I was going out of town to fly. So I was going to try to figure out how to do the controls and like practice my flight, but it, it didn't work because 
I, I don't know how to play the game. <laughs> I couldn't so, figure it out. So speaking of that flight simulator stuff, like, are you are you talking about like, um, uh, like is it like literally called like Microsoft Flight Simulator? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there sure, was forever. there was a customer I had that um was in a retirement community out in Florida where I used to be a cable tech, and uh, he he was talking. He had this old old computer and like man the guy was like what do you think i could get to be better you know but he was worried because he didn't want to get a new computer that he couldn't play his old games on i said what games do you have and he showed me these old like thick box like pc game disc uh boxes and it was like literally like flight simulator like those games and i was like well you know a lot of these get like emulated or redone and i was kind of explaining to him how the technology worked and he got kind of excited. He was like, really? I don't I don't know anything about all this. So I like pulled up Steam on my phone and looked it up, like the exact game he had, which was that game. And it was there. And I was like, dude, it's right here for like, you know, <laughs> I was like, for 40 bucks, you can own not just that game, but 30 flight simulator games. Like there was like a bundle deal going on. And he was like, are you serious right now? He's like, but then I got to pay that every month. I said, no, dude, it's once. And he. And he was like, deal, baby. So, and then I can get rid of my old computer and I just get the, I just get a new one and get that. And I said, yeah, it's just, you download steam and you get this. And uh, like, I talked to him for like 30 minutes on it and his eyes lit up this like 80 year old man was learning how steam worked <laughs> and how digital games worked and that he was going to be able to play his flight simulators. Cause he used to be a pilot. So he liked reminiscing and getting in the cockpit again and all these other things. So he, he has a blast with those simulator games and, um, that was just something I thought about whenever you mentioned that because it just kind of ripped me back to it. But it wasn't what made me originally think of this topic. The first thing that made me think of this topic was this ridiculous car trader simulator that I found, <laughs> which the amount of simulator games that exist in the world in and of itself are are like there's it's just dumb. There's just, there's just like goat simulator, yes, like goat simulator. <laughs> like if you were to go. Um, onto steam and just type in simulator you got tabletop simulator uh microsoft flight simulator farming simulator american truck simulator car mechanics sim, the sims um okay i was about to say like <laughs> the biggest one of all time the sims <laughs> yeah it's just it, it just goes on and on like there's so many and they could be made really well or meant to be made well like the sims where they actually put a lot of work into it um which is still wonky but that's kind of half the appeal or you can have a like hand simulator where they're just kind of screwing around and like that's the whole thing is you're just laughing because it's so bad but car trader simulator is like literally like you have to you, you purchase a car and then you have to repair it and then flip it but then they also add in this thing where you can go to the black market and sell it for extra money but you risk going to jail and random life events happen and uh like you could get bailed out you could not get bailed out you know all these things and it's just like it's such a weird thing but like People seem to be into it, and it's like uh, it's not something like like things you don't think people would be interested in. I mean, it sounds like one of those things where the developers like go they go so deep into it, and at the end they're like, "Why the hell did we add so much to this?" Right? Game? It's like literally, there's like auctions. Like you bid on the cars that are all beat up, then you see like pictures of how it's bad, and then it's like, okay, well you can repair. X part for X amount, X part for X amount. You go like, what do you want to repair? What paint job do you want to put on the car? And then you just, you drive, you drive around town by drive around. I mean, you just look at a map and click some buttons and then people are like, oh, here's an offer. And then you can accept or deny. Like I said, there's the black market. There's all this weird, 
like there's a story mode there's like a whole campaign where there's like you know like deals gone bad and people try to like beat you up and like things like that and there's it's such a strange like how much effort they put into this game is crazy to me i mean i guess never give up but at some point somebody had to look at somebody and be like are you, are you are we sure we want to add this like is this the direction we're moving right i mean it's a ten dollar game on steam right now and the company had made like also like a uh, train station renovation <laughs> and a game called accident which is i think just like destroying a car in, in a random simulation and for, you can bundle them all up if you want they they made car mechanic simulator yeah they, they this is what they do so they probably just put a ton of effort into it there's people streaming it right now so, I'm look into guys, so there is a game called PC Building Simulator as well. Yeah. Where you can literally build your own PC in this game and practice it and stuff. See if it really works. And it's like sponsored by like NZXT and everything because they have like that actual brand in the game. Like, because I was thinking like, what's the point of simulation games? Like, there's like, I think there's like two things. Like, there you have things like Sims and maybe like Half-Life and stuff like that where you just like, create your own virtual world and you just go live in it and just do stupid stuff. But then there's games like this and other things where you just, you know, you can simulate a random task of whatever you're trying to do. Like, Oh, Hey, I want to try to build a computer. Well, it's a thousand dollars to build a computer or 20 bucks to play this game and see if you can do it. <laughs> so, I mean, it might be a little complex for the game, but it, or over, I've, I have not never played it cause I'm not paying 20 bucks to play a game on something I've done in real life. So but even yeah. still, like, dude, they, they'll simulate anything. I'm watching, like, the trailer for it right now just because I was trying to remember the name of it. But, <laughs> yeah, PC Building Simulator. And learn to build with step-by-step -step guides. So it's basically an interactive YouTube video. See, that's an educational one. It's like they, Yeah, it's educational. It, like, yeah. I mean, it, it's probably a little fun, too, not going to lie. I mean, people enjoy building PCs, and then you could put all the parts together. You're like, oh, maybe well, I wonder if I could put 32 gigs of RAM in here and see what happens and just, like, mess with it without actually having to go buy $90 for the RAM to just shove it in and see what happened. <laughs> Tell me about it. Just ram it in there. Just ram the RAM in there. I mean, simulators can be fun, honestly. Like, I, I genuinely had a good time playing Farming Simulator. Um, it's not something I would, like, grind. I mean, I know there's yeah. people that do. But it's fun to just, you know, go in, goof around, play for a couple of days, and then never touch it again for me. Uh, but then again, there's people with, like, YouTube communities in an open world with, you know, online people. Yeah. Or they have like their own city and their own economy, and yeah, that would be fun. But what game, can you do that? Uh, I mean, I think face. my like ideally a simulator for me, um, unless it's a goofy one like Goat Simulator, Hand Simulator, um, or even Hand Simulator would be cool in VR. Like a VR simulator would be ideal in if I were to play one, because I remember going to like Epcot as a kid, and there was like a lightsaber like battle simulator, and you would literally would like fly through like scenes in star Wars and you'd have to like deflect uh, like shots from uh, the laser weapons. And you'd like literally get in, like lightsaber fights, which as a kid, that was insane. Yeah. I remember when um, there is a VR out though, isn't there? Not, not maybe I'm thinking of something different, but 
but I almost thought there was like a VR simulator already out. Um, like what you're speaking. I mean, about. there are like simulator games that uh, you can play in VR, like um, like the flight simulator games. You can you can VR those and really feel like you're in a cockpit. They even have like giant machines that you can sit in, like like a cockpit, and then put a VR headset on. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. V- I think VR simulators are probably going to be the way to go. I mean, but the thing is about any simulator, uh, just about, they're almost all in first-person view. So you could just transfer yeah. it over to VR, like like Skyrim did. Just port it over to VR. Yeah. Because I know there's like a trucking simulator where you can be like a full-on trucker and everything, and people are making videos of uh, them like drinking and throwing their beer out, being like super drunk while they're driving this 18-wheeler through a city. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I mean, for me, like playing simulator games, like you're talking about like farming simulator or something, like stuff like that, like something you can do in real life, I th- I would definitely get bored of that really quickly. It's like, this is a lot of manual yeah. labor. And like, I was watching you play that and you're yeah. literally backing up a truck and driving around <laughs> and dropping off, you know, like corn or whatnot. And I'm just like, no, nah, man, that, that ain't for me. Like, I'll watch you do it because it's, like, silly, but, like, nah. I'm not about to sit here and play this for four hours and, like, actually grow a farm. Like, it's one thing when everybody used to play Farmville back in the day because that was super bootleg. That was nothing like real life. But farming simulators literally just like real life. Real life. So that's, um, yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, I think uh, you can go too realistic sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say like if you have like mods and stuff in it, it might be a little more fun. Yeah, um, which is probably why a lot of people have have like started a mod like GTA Five and everything because it's like, I mean, it's been around for ninety seven years, and you know they got to add something to it to spice it up. So everybody just mods everything. (laughs) It feels like every week we talk about GTA, (laughs) and I don't think any of us play it. I know I don't. I've never seen you guys play it. I haven't played GTA in a long time. Actually, when we <clears throat> when we moved, uh, we didn't have internet for the first like two weeks we were here. So I actually played. I had downloaded GTA onto the five onto the PS4 before we left. So I was able to play the campaign while we were waiting for the internet to come on. It just a nice relaxing campaign. Well, eighty percent of it until the game was like we we didn't download properly, and I was like, great, now I got to wait for internet to re-download it to finish the game. Yeah, it's definitely a good game to like pass time because there's just so much to do in mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I, I don't know, I don't know. The story mode was so much better than like online. Online just drowned it out. Like in a situation like that, it, it's definitely useful to have that. Type I agree. Of game around. I think the only uh, really upside to the online is if you really got some friends to go out there and do it with. Like just soloing the online game. Seems like, I mean, it's chaotic and fun for a minute, but then it's then it's over. It's like, but I mean, I've seen people that are like, um, they'll like all dress up like clowns, and then they'll all hop in a van, like all six of them, and then they'll just like roll up on another online player, hop out the van, just beat him to death with their fists, and then jump back in the van and drive <laughs> off. And it's like that's that seems fun. Like you know, like you you want to mess around with some buddies, that's one thing, but just being online, like, not the same. The story was where it was at with GTA Five. Yeah. Yeah, the the story for GTA Five and and having like the three characters at a time, I think was a uh, 
I don't know if they were the first to do that, but it, they did it very seamlessly, being able to switch between all three main characters um, and really, like, jumping in to, like, what they were doing at the time. I thought it was so cool. I agree. I think the way that they all um, they balanced the story where they all intertwined was definitely the way to go. But going from that, simulation games... Either love them or hate them most of the time. Oh, for sure. Or you, like I said, you you play them for two t- or two two days, whatever, and then you never touch it again. I.e., me with Farming Simulator 19. This is not a good <laughs> 17. I thought 17 was so much better than 19. You played 17, right? Yeah, but I bought 19. Because I thought it would be like more upgraded and more options, and I didn't like it nearly as much. Not nearly yeah, as much. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so funny to me, like the idea that like 17 and 19 could be so different. It's like literally you're on a farm, like they're the same, yeah, but so also so different that you could just like we're just plowing corn. When it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's similar to the, I mean, uh, an NFL game though, a Madden. I mean, how different is nineteen to twenty, or eighteen to nineteen, or whatever? You know, yeah, the, the names of some <laughs> of the players. A couple rookies got added to the roster, yeah. which could have just been a, yep. an update. They they could just do like ten dollar roster updates or something instead of a sixty dollar brand new game. But then I'm like, really? Oh, and that's what FIFA was supposed to do. That I realize um, how much money they lose. Yeah, I don't know, but but on that yeah. same note, there you're talking about how you bought the new game and it sucked and you never played it again. Like I didn't necessarily buy my wife a new version of Sims, but like somebody was playing it, I thought I'd get her into playing Sims or something because she used to play it back in the day. She actually told me a story of back in her high school graduation. She was late to it because she was playing Sims. What? So, <laughs> I'm like, she's late to your own graduation because you're too busy playing the Sims. So, you know, I went out and bought her Sims 3. It was only five bucks on Origin. And she played it, like, once and never touched it again. So I was just like, all right, well, that was a waste of five bucks. But, you know, try to get my spouse doesn't play any video games. Does Mary play any? Does yours play any video games? I I don't think I've... Uh, She plays, like, Super Mario every now and then. Yeah, yeah, she might play, like, Mario Kart with me, but that's about it. You said that sounds like something your wife would do, like, uh, y'all were meant to be. Or sounds like something you would do that uh, what your wife did with uh, The Sims. What, I'd buy a game and just not play it ever again? No, you get caught up in a game and, and miss a, a, a pressing event that you're supposed to Oh, oh, that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. That's my whole entire life. Comer, Comer's late to his wedding playing Pokemon. He's like, oh, man, I found a shiny. I, 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 hold on, babe. <laughs> I mean, a shiny Charizard's gonna stop you from walking down the aisle. For five I'm not minutes. gonna say I haven't kind of been late to work from screwing around sometimes. <laughs> we don't talk about those. We don't talk uh, about those. No, but I guess the uh, the next topic I want to get into is um, something I think a lot of people we know might not be able to relate as much as as you, Nacho, but. I want to get into co-host streaming and how, um, how in my personal opinion, I've never done it, but as an outsider's perspective, it seems like would be much more difficult than running the stream by yourself. Um, and to me, 
it's really impressive how you know you and KC. I know we were talking about it earlier. How from the start it wasn't always both of you guys, but you've you've integrated it to where you know every time I've seen you guys stream, it's always both of you now, um, unless you were doing like CS:GO. But to have that chemistry, it, it's almost like a football game or a sports game. Like you have to have that chemistry on you know when to talk, what to talk about, and and how to approach things. And it seems. If it's bad, it's noticeably bad. But when it's good, it's really good. And um, how do how do you and KC go about like you guys just go with the flow or? I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you you, you definitely have to have like a certain amount of like you said chemistry with with I mean like with a co-host. I mean, it's it's you're putting on a show, you got a co-host. It's like any <laughs> any other thing. Um, kind of like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it communication is a really big thing with it too, especially when making decisions about uh, the channel or the stream or what to play and things like that. You know, because uh, obviously you both want to enjoy yourself, so you want to have kind of a, a dynamic where you kind of you both agree on you know what what you want to do, and um, it definitely I think is more difficult than uh, than a solo stream. I mean. Cause like we, when we started out, we would do like, she, uh, they would stream a game, uh, for a couple days or till they beat it. And then I would stream a game till I beat it. And like, sometimes we would talk and give commentary like Cromer said, uh, or sometimes it would even just be us. And then the other one would be in the chat, like just, you know, messaging people. Cause we had a very low budget setup to start with. <laughs> um, and then now we've kind of made it to where we're able to have both of us on screen at the same time. And I've kind of actually integrated, not integrated myself with, but I've, I've become more familiar with a few other streamers that are like couples um, or co-streamers and things like that. Like um, I've seen them where they do like we do, where they share a camera space and just, you know, one reads chat while one plays or vice versa. And then um, I've had it where they have two cameras, like, like they'll have PCs on opposite sides of the room with a camera in each corner of the screen. Uh, and you'd see both POVs. That's actually kind of badass. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And and that was kind of what inspired uh like like one of the things where we were trying to figure out a way where when we play like Among Us, you can see KC's uh Among Us and you can see my Among Us screen at the same time. So it kind of adds an extra level of uh to the gameplay. And it doesn't take up a whole whole lot of space, uh as much as you would think it would. But it it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe I just don't look around enough, but it it seems like you don't see it as much too. Um, two people, you know, hosting each other on on their channel. Yeah, it's it's not as common at all. It, like I said, I mean, to me, it's just one of those things that when it's good, it's great, but when it's bad, it's like, uh, like this is tough to watch. So finding that like balance is. Is key. I know something I, I couldn't do. I definitely wouldn't be able. What to do you think would be that. the biggest issue, uh, as far as it goes, like sharing the spotlight or like having like a like an ebb and flow to it, or to be honest, like not boredom, but like not knowing what to do because unless you do something like you were mentioning, where you have two um, like two screens going at the same time, like. If I was playing with Tamara and, you know, 
and she was playing at the time, like, what would I do? Like, I'm just kind of, like, obviously you sit there and watch, but like, how do you become almost entertaining as you're watching? Do you give commentary, but you don't want to talk over the person gaming? Like, it's a lot that can, you know, for me, looking at it from an out, outsider's perspective that could just go wrong. I mean, it's it, it's hard, especially like if, you know, maybe because uh, there's outside things involved, too, like in, in real life. It's like whether you have like like a bad day and one of you is frustrated. It's like, do you, do you still want to both go on? Do just yeah. you want to go on? Like, what do you do? Yeah. And um, I think that's where it comes into play where uh, it ends up being more of uh, just like I said, the communication, you know, you guys got to talk about it. You got to be in a, like see what spot you're in beforehand. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, how do you uh, take that from, you know, off stream to on stream and, and be able to have that, uh, that chemistry working with you. Exactly. And it's like, are you guys wanting like, and, and, and I've had it where like, they'll like one, uh, where the dude didn't, uh, he didn't talk at all. Like he just played the game and then like his, his, uh, girlfriend or, or significant other, whoever they were, was just sitting next to him. They were doing all the chatting. They were chatting. They were talking to the people. They were hyping him up, but he was just silent, just playing the game. And like that, and that that's was that need. was a decent setup. Yeah. Well, and that's what that's I was going to say is that's need. I mean you guys don't do that totally, but you do that from time to time where you're playing the game and Casey's over there reading chat and talking and all this kind of stuff cuz you know, sometimes some of the things you you play you get into like an intense scene or a battle or something and you can't reach at the same time. That's where it helps to have another person to do that. So you you're you're still playing this intense game and interacting with chat at the same time. Which is impossible with some games. Yeah, that's true. So it's it has its upsides, yeah. that's for sure. I, I wish sure, somebody yeah, would reach out so that. I could just play. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's definitely true. I mean, because you know, you guys pointed out, and everybody, when you're playing a BR, like it's hard to, or or you know, Call of Duty, where you need your attention on the screen, you miss a lot in chat, and it's easy to get lost in chat. So having an extra set of eyes would actually help quite a bit, to be yeah. honest with you. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's what I was – I mean, that's the one thing I've noticed with them because there'll be a lot of time <laughs> – there'll be sometimes like I'll talk to Nacho, but he's playing the game and not paying attention to me. And KC will read it to him and be like, hey, Cromer said such and such. And then he'll be like, oh, oh yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. and so I guess in that – So it works out great. Sometimes it is a little bit easier with things like that. Um, because like, it's not always just, you know, just you focusing on everything. There's that extra set of eyes that like, like you said, literally just reading it straight over to you. That is a massive help, even in non, uh, like serious BR games or anything. Yeah. Cause we all naturally miss things. I mean, you know, we're, we're not perfect by any means necessary, but having someone there to nudge you or just kind of give you like an indication that, Hey, like, you know, check this out real quick. Um, or when I tell KC to just like punch you straight in the face, you know, <laughs> it just, things got to get done. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it definitely has pros and cons. I'd say it's not just more difficult. I don't want it to sound like it's just extremely difficult. Um, because, and it is a lot of fun too, because like we enjoy playing games. We both enjoy playing games. We both enjoy hanging out 
and um, it allows us to be able to hang out with each other as well as continue, you know, striving to improve our stream and everything else. That's a good point. Hundred percent, no cap. I'm definitely made fun of for that one. Saying no cap. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Hundred percent. I think I saw some people listen to this just to wait for me to open my mouth so they can quote me and be like, listen to this dumb thing Cromer said. I mean, it's really cool for certain games too, like uh, the man, the Dark Pictures games, like uh, where it literally has it where it's like you play with another person and you pass the mm-hmm. controller back and forth or anything like that. It, it's really nice because then you have that other person, which is like every other person who's doing a solo stream there's an option to play by yourself and that's what they do. But you know, it adds the, the extra level of interaction. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see yeah co-op type games like that. Definitely be great to go stream. I mean, cause I, I guess there's people that like, they try to do that through the internet, <laughs> like play a game with people and like act like they're all there together. But I mean, it's different when you're literally in the same room. Right, passing a controller back and forth. Yeah, like like the good old days back when. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, it's one or PS2. Like, yeah, you're sitting there literally in front of a console, just playing, passing it back and forth. It's fun, fun times. Wish I could get my spouse to do it, but nah. She's like, uh, no, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm like, well, we can play earlier, and we can play together. And I'm like, eh, I'm good. Like, Mario Kart? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, dude, we could totally do that. It's settled. I'm, I'm going for it. We're going to co-stream Mario Kart. Dude, I'm with it. I'll watch it. We could probably, well, I wonder if we can do, yeah, you can do two-player online, so we could both, like, play online together locally and get people, get viewers and stuff. We need to just set up a Mario Day. Well, all of us. Mario Day in my stream now. Well, like Mario Kart. I can do that. <laughs> because Tamara really likes playing that. Yeah. I definitely feel like it'd be a better like Saturday afternoon game like JKS does with his, you know, he used to. He still he, does. Well, I think he still does he Smash, does Bros, Smash Bros, and Bros. And then he gets yeah. into Among Us. A lot of people are beg him for Among Us. He'll be like, we're going to start with Smash Bros, then move to Among Us, and then they'll just go, uh, Among Us, when's Among Us, when's Among Us? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah he, he used to do Mario Kart. It, it was Smash and then Mario Kart is the way it was before Among Us came out, or well, we discovered it. <laughs> yeah. I remember that, because I would always wait for yeah, the Mar- sure. I would wait for like the second half of Mario Kart just so we could do the bomb battles, because that's all I cared about. That's all I was good at. Playing online with some of them random people he found, oof, they were tough. Like, and they're and then you find like, oh yeah, I'm like twelve. I'm like, of course you are, of course right. you are. <laughs> Thirty years old and playing Mario Kart forever, and I suck at it. <laughs> Sorry, man, you got to make them feel good about themselves. No, screw that. I don't want anybody to feel good about themselves. I want to feel good about myself. So I think that's why I'm going to raise my kid. <laughs> will crush you look man i i'm a firm believer of not going easy on people you go exactly you, oh, you go absolutely your best and then one day they beat you and it is fulfilling for them and that's how i that's how i did with my little brother i played chess with him for probably eight years before he beat me in one game 
and uh, he he was elated whenever he he beat me the first time. He was so happy, and I was like, and he was like, "Do you let me win?" I said, "No, absolutely not. I wasn't. I told you from the beginning, I wasn't going to let you win." He got, and he's good at chess now. He's really good at chess. Well, who is that coach? You play to win. Oh, it's Herm Edwards, right? You play to win the game. Talk about practice. <laughs> but it's true, man. Like, no handouts here, baby. If you beat me, you beat me fair and square. I get beat all the time. All the time. Grummer, are you is this a cry for help? Yes. Somebody help me. <laughs> Blink help twice me, help me. But it sounds like that's probably a good place to wrap it up, guys. What you think? We've gone gone, gone a while yeah. and it's uh it's getting late, so no, I've reached my word limit for the so day. Think, my, my brain is out of words. <laughs> I think some people are going to be wanting to hear uh, drug guests on the rest of those films that we had listed. Um, we can maybe uh, go into that in the next one. Oh yeah, kind of kind of went a little long winded on everything today. So oh. yeah, we'll definitely we can open with that next time. Actually, and then yes, is the next one the uh, the guest spot? Is that what we're doing? Uh, that is, we have that a is true. We, we will. <laughs> isn't that isn't that your job? Aren't you in charge? We will. That's what I'm saying. We will have this ready to go. Our next guest host is going to be our man Ezra. Find on him on Twitch.tv/slash Ezra on the low. If you want to check him out beforehand, he is the best raging content yeah. ever. Love what if Ezra. If you thought rages. Shiv FPS raged, go watch Ezra. <laughs> Ezra's is from the soul. It's deep. Yes. And he has an awesome he, cat. He he really is. Like before he, he got does. his mic, like I, I convinced him to get a boom arm so you could hear him better. And before he did that, like I would have to have the volume so loud to be able to hear him properly. And when he's normal, it, it's fine. You can hear him okay. But then when he would start raging, he would scream. And I'm not going to talk about the things that he screams, but I'm like, oh, no. Turn it down! Turn it down! <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to find that out, you can find him at twitch.tv slash Ezra on the low. Go find out for yourself. That's just a little taste of what happens, but he's also very good at the game, so there, there's he more is. winning than there is raging, but when he does rage, hilarious. And check out his cat samurai. If, uh, his cat samurai, I'm not a cat person, but he does have a pretty good no, L. Jackson. Yes, and I was actually talking to him about that, because he I saw like a really high-res photo of him, and I'm like, that looks like the cat I used to have when I grew, was growing up. So we have determined that my cat ran away and is now Ezra's cat. So it's the same cat. It's possible. He's still, that's what it looks like. I mean, highly unlikely, seeing as that's all the way on the other side of the United States. But uh, nonetheless, like a lot of cats look the same. Dude, maybe your cat's just really <laughs> fast. Possible, dude. Cats that's are, I mean, like... you guys have seen Homeward Bound, right? <laughs> no, he hasn't. No. <laughs> And that, oh, okay, we'll open with that one next time. A little cliffhanger, a little yes. teaser. Yep, next time we will ask Drog what he thinks Homeward Bound is about. So, on that note, Drog, close us out. All right, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Episode 8. We're, uh, we're cruising along. Uh, I'm I'm happy we made it this far, and we're still uh still having a good time. So, until next week, like I said, we have Ezra gonna bless the mic on uh, episode nine. So we look forward to seeing everybody. 
make sure you follow us on Twitch, Twitter, everywhere, everywhere you could possibly think of. Myself at IMD Raj, Cromer at Cromer Gaming, and Nachos at public underscore nachos. Love you, bye. <laughs>